Episode 144 of the Library Pubcast, being recorded 90th and Fort at the Library Pub, the Metro's largest whiskey joint that does not participate in the pay for votes that is called, what is it, Vote Omaha? Whatever uh, it is. Omaha's best, I think yes, is what it's called. Yes, yes, From my experience at the Library Pub, you don't participate in anything that you don't really know about or care about. Or want to. Or want to. Well, we don't need to pay to show off 22,000 bottles, 1,800 bottles. Three at this point. A lot. Around 3,000. Huh? I'd say if we count everything in the back, probably yeah. right at three grand. Uh, still, I always love when people come in here and, and they've heard about us through social media or through friends and they walk in and, it, and you could just hear the angels singing in their head from all the shiny brown liquid and my favorite is watching people panic yeah when they see how much we have and then i don't know what to I'll get just take a buffalo <laughs> trace do you have jack daniels <laughs> what was it the other night what was it what was it thursday night when i came in here wednesday night whatever night it was matt uh when the two guys had never been here and i was drinking master's keep yeah and they're like what's he drinking you're like it's really good and they're like yeah we'll do that i like, said it's it, expensive too and they went okay Okay, cool. Okay. How much is expensive? 18 bucks an ounce. 18 bucks an ounce. Oh, yeah. That's probably good, right? It's You know, it's worth every penny of that $18. I've never called a bourbon perfect before. That one's perfect. Uh, it's it? true. Tom took his first drink and went, oh, shit, that's perfect. Have we had it yet? No, we won't be doing okay. it on the podcast. Oh, okay. Boo! <laughs> it's, our, it's our one bottle. If we could have gotten more than one bottle. You know, if we had you, two, we would have done it. But If you hide bottle, that in a corner, Jeremiah will slowly buy all of it. Oh, yeah. Which he's... He, Grabbed the keys Friday night when he was in here and ran back and grabbed the the Jim Beam stuff. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. It's so good, buddy. Oh, man. You know, that's a pretty old whiskey, isn't it? <laughs> uh, it's been here longer than I have. Okay, so I came loaded Which with one? a question today with material. Can I get to one it's other thing first? Jim you can, Beam. absolutely. A okay. uh, couple of points. Sorry, I said oh. one and I meant many. Uh, not very many people are allowed to grab the keys and go grab their bottle of whiskey. Jeremiah is one of the very few. I was very protective of those things when I first came in. <laughs> you were, too. man. Yes. I, I walked up and tried to grab them one night. You about took my arm and off. I was and I'm like, like hey, buddy, you, no, it's okay. What are you doing? Yeah. Well, I was going to go get a whiskey. Nah, that's no. all right. I'll walk back there with you. Okay. Okay. Just, I, you know, it, I've been here two weeks. I don't, I don't know anyone yet. I don't know what the dynamics of the yeah. bar are 100% yet. So I was, I was protecting my job and my boss's investments. Jeremiah and Tom are probably the only people that I'll trust with the keys. Uh, I've got a few. Depends uh, how busy you are. Also. Tucker. Yeah. I'll it helps Tucker if you're busy. From my no, perspective, busy, it's just I don't want to bother you. I know where it is and I can go get know, it. Well, yeah. You can watch and walk back there and get it and walk it back up. But well, then it's a busy oh. Friday night. Yeah. It also gives you something to do yeah. when you're not busy. It's like, here, let's go back and look at stuff. Uh, who you don't want is that guy who's never been in before and like, can you show me these and tell me the differences between all these chieftains back here? Like, uh, buddy, just no, pick one. because I don't know them. They're chieftains and the ages on the label. Check it out. Right. Hey, the, Let me know when you Don't drink one. the Linkwood. I'm slowly drinking that over the, the night, over a five-year plan. Yeah. We've got a couple <laughs> bottles left of that. The Tolaberdine Vertical is December 7th, 2022. We're going to close out the year with a delicious Tolaberdine Vertical. Get uh, your tickets that night. They're not going to be sold in advance online. Um, and that's it. this is kind of when we start to hit the peak. Oh, do they get sold in advance online? Only for the one Tom does. Okay. Yeah. The the food food and whiskey pairing that we do at the end of the year. Oh yeah. 
Sorry, I'm only the whiskey year, which is May. Yeah, have we yeah, uh, have we decided what the is that the end of the, the whiskey season? So it's <laughs> pretty much. It's when you have to till the field. The Super yep. Bowl of and the all, whiskey. Well, uh, well, all the whiskey I'll tell you, plants Tom, have We to can die. look at total amount of brown liquor sold. Yeah. And starting in May, it drops from 25% of sales to 15% of sales. There you go. All right. The end of the whiskey season, the beginning of a new season. And, <laughs> and beer goes up 10%. <laughs> is it just me or does it feel kind of like a lull for beer right now? Is it just, been, it, beer's it been just off the last beer year. Beer is in this weird yeah. system right now of look at me. You have to make a beer so fucking weird that it stands out on a tap list. And I mean, it used to no. be a joke when you added on all these little modifiers to beer. Now it's just like standard. I feel like the look at me was what pushed people to seltzers, honestly. Mm. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I think seltzers I, I think it's a big chunk of but Sorry. That in hot and, weather. And for yeah. me, like. Well, back in the day, there were. Two or two to four bars in Omaha that had more than ten taps. Mm-hmm. Right, Crescent Moon, me, and somebody out west. Uh, Brass uh, Monkey at one point, but Brass, they went Brass away. Brass Monkey and Old and Chicago, now, but that was all quality that was all premier, fake. blah blah and blah, a, blah. And right. a thousand dollars a pint. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was <laughs> now now you can't swing a dead cat and toss it without hitting a bar that's got twenty four taps. Yeah, which please don't don't really swing a dead cat. That's yeah, that's gross. It's kind of gross. Yeah. You're gonna get some sort of a disease. We only have, 72 uh, only has 20, and we're perfectly fine with that. And we actually took two taps out of Timber Creek. We went down to eight from 10 and don't have any problems. It's, I think beer's kind of like in a little bit of a lull. Yeah, like, honestly, right now, there's no beer out there that I'm like, I really want to drink. Like, the, uh, Kevin had the caramel apple, salted, whatever, from Glacial Till. I love that beer. I'll drink that every chance I get. But other than that, it's I'm kind of... Done with Oktoberfest for a little bit. I I think the Marsdens. a lot of the beers that come out in the fall because you get a lot of new ciders, a lot of new um, kind of wintry stuff. Yeah, they wind up getting a little sweet for me, like all the Drecker stuff that's yeah that's out. It's yeah. super sweet. I yeah. mean, it's diabetes in a pint glass. So, you know, I, I have taken a taste to those Drecker. Uh, the fruited sours. They are very They're good. Kind of smoothie, like sours, yeah. smoothie yeah. sours. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but other than that, like you were just saying, Dan, some of these like caramel apple, peanut butter, malted milk, barrel aged <laughs> monstrosity <laughs> smoked beers and shit yeah. are just. I, I don't even want to try them. I just don't care anymore. Yeah, it was. I, I've. Uh, I was at a party the other day, and we had just probably fifteen varieties of beer, and I looked through all of them, and I was like. Eh. Just a Bud Light, please. Yeah, and then I think I ended up ordering a, an Angry Orchard, which I haven't had in maybe a year. Well, this is what and I mean I, when I say the term beer-flavored beer. I don't mean just like 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 lawnmower beer, which I do like a hams every now and then. I'm a yeah. big fan of hams. But just beer-flavored beer. Just give me an Oktoberfest that tastes like an Oktoberfest. Yeah. Give, me a, give me a frickin' Hefeweizen that tastes like a Hefeweizen. I get tired of the taste. It's too much flavor. I get tired of it after a while. Well, I, I just kind of wonder if saying? they can really make the original styles properly. Do <laughs> they, they know how to make remember? them? Yeah. So right. we've decided that cra- that uh, your craft beers is just too crafty right now. Let's bring it back to center. Well, it's definitely. I think the craft beer world a good good a good example of the craft beer world is what was going on back here yesterday. Okay, that's kind of the craft beer world for yeah. me. You have all these like amateurs coming in, learning how to make these crazy flower arrangements, and then taking them home and going, "Yay, I made stuff." Mm-hmm. Well, okay, great, but 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 can you make money doing it? Are you going to do it on a larger scale, and and will it taste good in all the styles? So. 
Tom, you had uh, something you wanted to talk to? I brought it. I came in loaded for bear. I came in loaded for discussion today. So, um, because this is the group of whiskey thinkers here, and everybody who listens to this podcast is is, is learning as they go along. I have but, never been accused of being a thinker. Yeah, you I know that. That's for sure. No, I don't. I, I always tell people when people ask me what's a podcast like, I go, well, you're probably not going to learn anything. They're like, why? I go, because our review of whiskeys is like, that's good. <laughs> I like it. Um, oxidation. So throw that word out there. Recently, I was at one of the whiskey bars in town that shall remain nameless. All right. Not this one. And the gentleman behind the bar wanted to engage me in a conversation about oxidation of whiskey and how... Whiskies have sat around too long. They're going to be oxidized. There's nearly no reason to drink them now because they're just nothing like they were before. I'm looking up at a wall of whiskey in front of me going, well, there's no way you're moving all. And I'm not talking about here. I'm talking about there. There's no way you're moving all this shit as quickly as you think. Two to three years and then it's going to be quote unquote bad. So I've got I've got a pretty uh, extensive article in front of me here, but it. This one from whiskeyandwisdom.com proclaims that, yes, there is something going on, a corrosion of sorts, sulfur, blabity blabity blah. Again, nobody's going to learn anything on this show, but opinions around the room. What are your thoughts on oxidation in whiskey? I think as long as you, you keep everything properly moistened, <laughs> then you're fine. Because, okay. because the, like when you get the water drops in a bottle, mm-hmm. that's just proof that you have a nice, good tight seal on your cork because it's not coming when out you get the it's not coming out around the cork yep for us every bottle in this bar is cleaned held upside down and then put back on the shelf at least once every six weeks so the corks stay moist you don't lose corks the only time i think a whiskey oxidizes and i I don't believe actually there's anything in there that oxidizes. What I believe happens is if you lose your seal, some of the alcohol will evaporate mm-hmm. out and will change the flavor of yep. of the whiskey. And the water will evaporate. Nothing in there out is too. rusting. It's not reacting with oxygen. It's simply evaporating, and that will change the taste over time. Which is again why every bottle is sh- shaken every six weeks. A nice little old lady who's 82 years old. Every six weeks, makes one lap around the room and takes everything off the shelf, cleans it, shakes them, holds it upside down, puts it back on the shelf. I mean, yeah, if you fart in a bottle and then cork it up, it's going to change the it's going to change the Do whiskey. You want me to shove this bottle up your ass so you can fart in it? <laughs> no, that's, no, that's an expensive Macallan yeah, in front of you. It's really good. I didn't see Flum come in that direction with it. I did. I mean, I, I'm not surprised. We're not learning anything. Well, it doesn't surprise me that you would go that direction with it. But I, I didn't see it. See, I can just see somebody. This has got a real sulfuriness to it. Yeah. <laughs> I get notes of egg. <laughs> Nothing quite liven up the podcast with a fart joke. I, I, I do that. <laughs> Sorry. Well, I, I'll don't apologize. My two cents on this subject are probably it's changing. Probably it's different. Probably 98.9% of whiskey drinkers don't have a savvy enough palate to even fucking notice. And if you open a <coughs> bottle of expensive rare whiskey, which I've done, and it sits on your shelf. Uh, for example, I have a Barterhouse 20 at home. And it's been, it's about half gone. It's been sitting there for years. I don't really get into it. 
but the next time I get into it, am I really going to have the taste memory to go back and go the flavor memory and go, oh, hey, this has changed slightly. Not if you drink it yeah. once every year, once every other year, 18 months, whatever. They're, I don't they're, even... There's no way to... I know. No, I Especially with how much whiskey all of us do drink on mm-hmm. a regular basis. There's no way to remember Are you accusing me of drinking too much? I don't drink too much whiskey often. I, I do. I mean, too, um, too oh. much is subjective. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely do. Uh, but I, I know that with my palate, I can't detect some things that you guys always talk about. But the way my palate changes from the morning to the evening, I would never be able to detect if I would try a bottle of Jefferson's Reserve that I bought three years ago when I first started coming here. I would no, There's no way I could taste oxidation differences in it. And even, I mean, there, there's so many slight differences in from barrel to barrel. So y- you could get one case one week, another case two months later, and you're going to have a slightly different flavor. Well, well, so you're aware, if you get on the internet and read around on this, it's it's like literally the Republicans and Democrats. It's 50-50, it's true. 50-50, it's bullshit. Ooh. Okay? But again, in the, in the ever-striving world of trying to educate people through this podcast, which I know you guys have been doing for a long time, and you've been doing the Lord's work, I, uh, <laughs> and the Lord being Jimmy O. Russell, hallowed be his name, the yeah, creator right. of Master's Keep, the perfect bourbon. Um, oh, I just really good. wanted to bring that up and find out what your all thoughts are. So, moving on. All right. Our first whiskey of the day comes from the... I was trying to think of something clever. The guy in the pink shirt. He is. It's the same. I have a lot shirt. of pink shirts. Mark, is it pink or is it salmon? Oh, that one's pink. This is pink. <laughs> Most guys will be like, "Oh, it's salmon." salmon. Sure it's not seafoam. <laughs> seafoam is green. Salmon is more orange. Okay. It's All light right. red. That's a. That's see, the, that's the, the new see, Huskers color. Well, that's definitely <laughs> that's definitely tip pink. That's the. Oh, it's that is that is tip it's of definitely the head. nipples. Yeah. yeah. Oh, nipple. Yeah. Redhead well, nipple. Well, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Most nipples I've seen are more brown. Well, they, you date a blonde. Date a redhead. Mark? Yes, Daniel. What delicious juice have you bestowed upon us? We are going to taste the, the McAllen 18 year old sherry, sherry oak. Uh, this happens to be the 2021 edition. Um, well, it's oxidized, so I can't drink it. Jesus Christ. Drink you it. can't drink <laughs> it. <laughs> Open a fresh oh, one, I'm out. <laughs> Open um, a fresh one. I will have yours. Uh, speaking of, well, years ago, I saw a guy in here actually ask you to open a fresh bottle one time, and you threw him out, I think, or you told I'd him. Probably. <laughs> it's like, like, like the guy that was in here, like the guy that was in here Friday night. I, I, guy walks up to me, you know, first of all, never seen him before. Not a, not a regular customer. And he knows more about whiskey than you do, though. Oh, he does. He was telling me. To. Everybody does. Yeah. Right. But walks up to me and leans over whispers in my ear. Mark. Sweet nothings. Mark, I'd really like to have, <laughs> on my home bar, I'd really like to have a bottle of E.H. Taylor. Barrel proof. Barrel proof. So would I. So would everybody else. We got one bottle. But, the, but before he says, well, I want to ask you a question. I said, whatever you're going to ask for, I won't sell you. What do you mean? Well, you're a hunter, and you're looking for rare bottles, and if I get a rare bottle, why would I sell it to you? Well, and he was one of those guys that just kind of was a pompous dickhead. Had to tell me how he drove to Dubuque just to buy a bottle of whiskey and drove right back. Well, okay, then you're stupid. It's <laughs> dumb. Especially with gas prices the way they have been. 
Sounds like his wife's a bitch. She might be. God, anyway, the McAllen 18-year-old, Sherry Oak. Uh, this happens to be Gerard... Ger- I can't even speak today. Gerard Depardieu. Gerard Sherry Oak, uh, which is a region in Spain. So are they, are they making up... Jerez? Are they what? making up... Jerez? Does yes, it start with a J? You. Yes. In Spanish, a J has a H sound. It's... Ja, 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 ja. That's how they laugh online. That's how they laugh online. If you need help with Spanish, Mark, just ask me. I don't because I don't really care. (laughs) It's like Pedro Jimenez. (laughs) Although we were everybody's playing with their own toy right now. We did have Telemundo. (laughs) What's going on? (laughs) Telemundo. Right when Cutter was playing whoever else yesterday. Uh, Cutter was playing uh, Ecuador. 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 But we couldn't find it on any of the American stations, so we went to Telemundo. And tell, we don't listen to them anyway, so what the I, hell? I was sitting here the whole time. I never heard goal, though. Do they still do that? Or? And yeah, the yeah, Budweiser, king of beers. Yeah. Oh, oh, nope. Budweiser, 0.0. You should enjoy Yes, they are king still a sponsor. Coca-Cola. Just, so this is what's going down, is yes, they are still a sponsor. Budweiser, they oh, this can't, is great. They can't sell it outside of the stadium and in the stadium, but there's designated areas that they can sell it. So for the man of the match... They're still getting an awesome Budweiser Man of the Match trophy. Like it, it's just, it's so. So it's, it's so like crazy. Memorial <laughs> Stadium. <laughs> just and Budweiser is stuck uh, with all yeah. sorts of World Cup packaging beer. Well, how yeah. much? How many shiploads oh, of beer do you think they shipped in there, sitting Dude. in cold storage right now, in Tankers. Cutter, where it's 182 outside? Yeah, probably turned off the power on them. I didn't watch any. I didn't really watch the game. Did they take water breaks? Uh, I didn't. I didn't watch all of that first game. I watched the first like fifteen twenty minutes, and they called back a goal on Cutter, Cut Qatar, whatever, what, whatever it is. There's, there's ninety five <laughs> pronunciations. Yeah, they called it back, and I'm like, oh, so this Spanish. is how that world, this World Cup is gonna See. go. Like, it's Qatar. already bribing the officials. Awesome. Mark, what is this besides expensive? What is it besides expensive? Well, one of the reasons I taste a Macallan every once in a while is because I generally don't drink it because I think the word Macallan on a label raises the price 150 bucks. 100. Uh, percent This retail on this is 600 bucks. <laughs> Flum is rubbing this on his nipples Seriously, right now. Seriously, this is so it's good. Really, I don't, really I don't like. It's really good. Yes. I just want to like. I, I'm going to set this down because I'm not going to finish this one first. I wonder why I was getting, getting slightly turned on. This is so good. Like, it does. It gives you the Obviously, chills, man. It's good. You get what you expect out of it, but in spades, it has that dried fruitiness on the on the nose. It's very lovely nose. Well, yeah, it's McAllen 18. What's the MSRP on this? Like, Six. 800 bucks? Six. Jesus. This has got a lot of the note, the things that I kind of, oh. the opposite of what I talk about with a lot of scotches, where they're yeah. kind of light, simple, fruity. This has just got a. I mean, this is a, the bourbon world of scotches. It has got a ton of flavor. It does, and it's well, McKellen makes sexy whiskey. I, I don't feel kind it. of kind of cinnamon orange. Mm. Yeah. This is the kind of stuff though that rich guys yeah. sip. You know, I mean, yeah. like I guess poor people can't afford this shit. I do them like shots. Dude, funniest story <laughs> I've ever shit. got about Jeremiah was there a him and Kara's uh, a wedding anniversary, and they came in here and stop drinking it. He yeah. said, she said, well, I I want to drink a good scotch. I just don't understand it. So he bought her a shot of Reflection, and she takes. I swear to God, and you know her. She looks like like this. She takes the bottle she, glass. She looks at him. She looks at me, and she goes like oh. that. And he's like, no, 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 no. It was funny as hell. And that was the first time Jeremiah hit Kara. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! If he ever did that, he'd end up dead he'd in a probably, hog. He would probably kill her. He's a big boy. 
Yeah, and then her father would come down and he'd never see him again. Uh, you know. She's already said that. She said, you know, daddy will come down and then he'll just disappear. Is her dad like a farm guy or? Northern Iowa owns a farm up there and yeah, he'll just disappear. That'll do it. Yeah, don't mess with farm Bob. families. No, Bob. His, his name's name. Bob. His name's Bob. Yeah, watch out for Bob. Bob, yeah. It's a very long fin. I'm going back to the whiskey. Now. This is a super. Well, this kind of almost needs a cigar with it a little bit. I, you know, I, I just. I, I wouldn't smoke a cigar with this because I wouldn't want to ruin the flavor of the whiskey by smoking a cigar. Mm. I would need like a recliner with this because I would want to just sit there and savor the all day long. Hell out just of do it. the Nick Offerman oh, thing. Just yeah. stare yeah. at the camera for an yeah. hour. I got a call. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Macallan 18 available at the Library Pub. Uh, what a pour? Who a pour? Is that an ounce or a full? This is a full pour. 32 for a pour. pour. Jesus, man. That's It'll be 35 this afternoon. Damn. <laughs> and next... So 35 I, a pour. I price, this whis- I price all of my whiskeys for what I pay for them when they come through the door. Yeah. If we have to replace a bottle of whiskey, we check the price against what I paid for it on the new bottle. And the new bottle is more expensive than the old bottle, and it goes up. Thank but I never go through and reprice anything that's already on the shelf. Yeah. So you bought that Mac- if you bought that Macallan two years ago, I'm going to pay the... It's 2021, so it would have been last year. Yeah. But if I bought it this year and it was $20 more expensive, I'd simply raise the price two bucks. All right. Once again, Macallan 18. Uh, and uh, quite a few Macallans available at the Library Pub. Is Macallan or, or uh, Balvenie your favorite, Scotch? Oh, no, there's they, a group. They can pick his children. Jeez. There, no, right? There would be a group. <laughs> McCallan would not 18, be in that group. I really like McCallan whiskey a really? lot, but I think they overcharge for it, so I don't drink it much. Yeah, see, I always thought you were a big fan of it. Balvaney, Dalmore, Highland Park. Highland Park. Mortlock. That's the one that I was Mortlock. Oh, I love Mortlock. It's, I think it's Mortlock. I'm confusing. Rosebank, Rose if you could ever get any. They officially bottled the last of the Rosebank three months ago as a 25. Four or twenty three, and they're charging like insane money twenty seven hundred dollars a bottle for it. Wow, Good are you Lord. buying it? No, it's not coming to Nebraska. I just oh, we'll get that course. when we get it down more twenty five. <laughs> what Rosebank is? Rosebank was a Scotch distillery that closed twenty four years ago, and they had some or twenty years ago, whatever. They had, they had some leftover inventory. So they continue, They didn't make any more scotch, but they continued to bottle what they had, and slowly the age went up. Uh, our favorite, Tom and I's, I think, would 21. be the, twi- the what? 21. The 21 yeah. was incredible. The funny good. part about the 21, the first bottle of 21 I bought was like $90. The last 21 I bought was like 400 And I'll talk about the ignorance of a certain... Distributor here in town, not Johnson Brothers. Hey! Uh, this distributor, I ordered it. They had a, this thing where if you ordered it and it was out of stock, they would keep that order pending, and then when it came in, they'd fill it. So oh. I kept ordering it, kept ordering it, kept ordering it. When it came in, they sold me the first three bottles at what, I or, what it cost when I ordered it, so I paid $140 for it. The last two bottles I got were what it was costing now, which was four hundred dollars. But they did sell me the first three at one hundred and twenty. Like, <laughs> oh, all right. All right. So, all right, Tom, I, I asked to go next because um, you brought a single malt. So, and I brought a single malt as well. But I bought a radically different single malt. So everybody knows that I like Cedar Ridge's whiskey. I would say I bought a barrel of it. Available at seventy-two table and tap, fifty-five dollars a barrel, one hundred percent rye whiskey, cast strength, and it is good. Four years old. 
Um, this is we were gonna have a dinner. It fell through because nobody would come to a dinner that featured Cedar Ridge whiskey. Um, I still disagree with that. Well, six people were gonna come to it. Um, so you just called all six of those people nobodies. Yeah. Well, two of them, four of them were my friends, and two of them we gave tickets to. <laughs> <laughs> and I was all right, well, then then never mind. I, I take it stick, all back. I will stick to the argument that I tried three different times. I'm a very tech savvy guy, and I could not figure out how to buy tickets. All right. Well, let's move forward. Okay. Um. You could call the restaurant. Uh, you want us to call it? So this is... 72 table and tap. <laughs> Makes the most sense. <laughs> yeah. So Cedar Ridge is... 27 tables the, and taps. Sorry, continue. Jeff Quint, who is the master distiller of Cedar Ridge, is quite the uh, renaissance guy and continues to try new and different things. This place started as a winery, and they still do make wine. Um, so this is 100% barley, uh, malted barley, and it is a... Solera system that they're using on this. So aging in different barrels and then marrying them back together. Are there their own uh, barrels that they used to make wine in? Unclear. I'm sure they reuse bourbon. I'm sure they reuse rye. I'm sure they reuse. They do a lot of stuff there. It would um, make sense. Yeah. It would make sense um, from a cost standpoint. Uh, I do detect French oak on this because That's it's got a lot of Frenchy oak thing going on. Um, apart from that, I just think it's an interesting whiskey. I think it's, I don't know, Johnson Brothers carries this, and it's too bad we didn't have anybody from Johnson Brothers who could tell us how much this costs. Uh, Mark doesn't like it, so I can tell that already because he just gave it away. But On the nose, I get sweet peanut butter. I don't, I don't know why. Yeah, it's got a different nose. But I get like, like, like sweet peanut butter. Okay. So, I always try to like blow the hotness yeah, you off. Do. Yeah, yeah. Blow the hotness off and see if I can get any other notes. <laughs> if you want to blow the hotness yeah. off, come on over. Everybody line up. We're going to draw sure what, straws. I'm not sure first. what that means, but it sounds gross. <laughs> I want to say this is like 70 bucks or something like that. It's not bad. Um, like I said, Mark doesn't like it, but it's not old enough to drink itself. So 45 45 Yeah. Okay. That's your cost. That's $45. This is solid. Um, this is one of the better American single malts that I have tried. I only think Cedar Ridge is going to continue to get better at what they do, um, which is exciting. Um, there are a few other distilleries around our area. That's oh. all I'm going to say. And I find, sorry, I finally took a little taste of that. I I do get a, like a a wine mm-hmm. sense to it, mm-hmm. almost like that bitterness from a nice red wine. I Fruity like peanut butter. I definitely like some uh, um, like some Skittles or something in there, like some some kind of a fruity yeah. candy, Mike and Ike's or something like Good and Plenty's. Mark still hasn't said a word. It just looks like his mouth is sad. But time. you did go from McAllen 18 to uh, for a fifty dollar bottle of Iowa whiskey. So small step down. What exactly do you hate about it? <laughs> I think it's for my taste in single malt whiskey it is very uncomplicated, almost simple. Okay. Uh, I think there's a little. There's nothing there to grab me, you know. Okay. It's it's just it's so it's very Balmory. It's very just kind of there. A Forty-five dollar bottle of <laughs> well, what? Very Balmory. Well, Balmory. I'm looking around Glendronic. You know, it's very much just like something you'd get in a duty-free stop in in yeah. Paris. He's a duty. There's mm-hmm. nothing bad about it. Yeah. It's just there's nothing there to say. Hey, Mark, I, pay attention. I think, I think it's think a good it's forty-five, fifty-dollar bottle of of bourbon. It's not and Macallan 18 is a good single malt. 
$300 bottle of 18-year yeah. scotch. Which I think this is good, but Mark's right. There's nothing that just jumps out, and you're like, holy shit. Well, I, I didn't bring it down for like a, hey! If you, if but you, I think it's good. It just was something interesting that I opened, because we were going to serve it at the thing, and we did, I never really tried it, and I opened it up, and the wife was like, yeah, that's pretty tasty. It's good stuff. If I was going to drink American Single Malt at home, I and someone gave me a bottle of this, sure, I'd drink it, but... Gee, sorry. Decided to punch the microphone stand. It had it coming. But yeah, that does kind of have a... It finishes almost bourbony a little bit, so it, I'm wondering if there's bourbon barrels involved there. I don't. There's no. There's no uh, um, oak uh, bill like that one that we had. It's also a very nice tag on the bottle that has a has a has an infographic of the whole process. Hmm. That's kind of cool. It is. Yes. It's pretty. Once again, that was quintessential. It is a offering from uh, Cedar Ridge, an Iowa distillery. And there is a barrel pick available at 72 Table and Tap and Timber Creek. Not of the quintessential. Not of the quintessential. But there's other Cedar Ridge stuff there. There is. We carry, I actually, I'm a big fan of their Bottled and Bond. Uh, Urban Amari, I think, is very, very good. So So I was just watching the uh, Chiefs pull it out one more time. Travis Kelsey, man. Sorry, Kevin. Travis Kelsey is, he's... Unstoppable. He's, he's the best. He's the. Yeah. It's he's just the. He's he's the best tight end in existence of the NFL. He's the We're new Tony Gonzalez. Yeah. Yeah. Is is what he is. Yeah. He's just 2. the 0. new Tony Gonzalez. Yep. Speaking of NFL, after our glorious win last night, I'm officially declaring myself a Cowboys fan. Are you? I'm going that with the Cowboys. That was pounding. That well, listen, man. Don't ask me to name any players. Seven okay. career. Don't seven? ask me to name a coach. You know the owner though. Jerry Jones. Yeah. I think they sacked. Are you going to buy a jersey? Uh, my buddy's getting married in Fort Worth in January, so I'm definitely going to go over what and check out. Ooh, someone bought one. you a yeah. Bengals jersey. Would you become a Bengals fan? I already. I just said I was going to. I just came out as a Dallas fan, buddy. I think there's but time, though. I Like, literally, there's rehab. <laughs> <laughs> Who are my natural enemies now? I don't know. Uh, the Philadelphia Eagles. Dallas. Everybody. Uh, the yeah, the rest Dallas. of Giants. the NFL. No, I'm okay. sorry. Washington. Washington. Um, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Why am I drawing a blank on that? Who else is in the Actually, uh, Washington, I, I think your uh, enemy is Jerry Jones. Yeah. <laughs> Giants? Yeah. Giants. All right. You can get a big star tattoo on the back of your hand. No, I'm just going to buy a sweatshirt. It's yeah. I'm, I'm, turning, <laughs> I, I'm turning into a secondary Buffalo Bills fan because... My stepdaughter's snow. boyfriend is a Buffalo Bills fan, and he told my wife that. Now, my wife insists we watch all the Buffalo Bill games so she can cheer for Noah's team. Sometimes it's okay to say no. Yeah. But or the quarterback is. Tell him that you're a Bengals fan. I don't want to be a Bungles fan because the Bungles can fuck up a wet dream. That's I mean, they beat so Pittsburgh can the Huskers. Yesterday. So does no, waking up. The Huskers so can't even get true. a wet dream right now. <laughs> I mean, listen, true. listen. That game, you, y'all had that. Y'all, whoever's Oscar fan here, had that fucking game won, done, over. Put this thing to bed. Now we threw an interception because that's the new Nebraska way for the last twenty years. Wow, uh, is the sellout which, streak still real? Uh, yes, because alum, pictures alumni coming and, from the stadium that show it like half empty. Well, it's a sellout doesn't mean butts in the seats. It means tickets sold. Jesus Christ! So it's a, it's when, the when they need to way sell to another five hundred tickets, wow, five hundred! It looked you get like the alumni 10, guys. They throw their credit card up there and they buy them. Good One Lord. unnamed alumni came out 
uh, what became known last week called up the uh, the AD and said, whatever tickets aren't sold for the rest of the year, I will buy. Pretty sure his name is the same as Dan's fictional goat, Larry. I forgot about Larry. And he, and he may have worked for Cox at one point. Did he? He's kind of a guy like that. Huh. I mean, he's quite possibly had a TV sitting on top of a non-working TV. Yeah. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. <laughs> he's got a TV sitting on top of a non-working TV. Because he also said a lot of the same stuff about getting Scott Frost here and then getting Scott Frost out of here. Yeah. Uh, Look, even as, even as a Hawkeye fan, and I know I'm the hated enemy of the Huskers, even though we don't care. You care. Don't. You don't. No, we care. beat our arch rival yesterday, two days ago. You still okay? care. Minnesota is Iowa's arch rival. Yeah, they tried their oh, hardest not to win that game. They too. did. They did great, man. It was the have game you somebody had to, to win. Iowa fans that are playing against Nebraska. Have you talked to them? Have you ever driven to Eastern Iowa and talking to talk to Iowa fans? Not in a Husker. They shirt. don't know who the fuck you no. are, and they don't care. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's only the people who live here that have to deal with your obnoxious asses all the time. Mm. I've been hissed at in Walmart by an old lady before wearing hissed, an Iowa sweatshirt. Hissed at? Yes, because you weren't wearing any pants. <laughs> Has nothing to do with it. <laughs> I think it did. And she, she by the way, his apron on. I think she wasn't hissing at you. And back she then, was she was flirting. hitting on you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's just a bad whistler. That's how they. Yeah. <laughs> hey, way way weird tangent here, Bob. But aren't chaps always assless by? Oh death my god, they are. <laughs> we had this conversation <laughs> yesterday. They are because if they're not assless, they're called pants. Right. <laughs> pa- All right. Chaps with asses are pants. <laughs> It's true. All right. What are we doing? I don't know. What, <laughs> I mean, really, how many what the fuck are we doing here? Like, Mark, can I give this one best. back and just have some more Macallan 18? This is, no. uh, this no. is Whiskey Acres, <laughs> the Bloody Butcher. Did I just drink that? Was that yep. what you poured? Yeah, you just drank. No, it's, I think it's in front of you. No, this no, is, no, this is Macallan. Straight oh. bourbon whiskey. I'd like a dirty I'd like to request a dirty glass for this. <laughs> this is uh, 47.8% or 95.6 proof. What? Why do I get the feeling that this is the one where you walk in and you ask for one and then say, leave the bottle? <laughs> yeah, no shit, there's, and you have to uncork it with your teeth. Yeah. <laughs> Mark, you got a spittoon around here somewhere. Exactly. <laughs> Good so I'll tell you, with, with this one, the front end's kind of rough, but I think the finish on it's nice. <laughs> the front end's front kind of rough. rough. It's very corn Dude, this forward. is like a toothy blowjob in a bar, man. But this <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Matt's broke that up before, too. I have no, a few times. In the bathroom or at the bar? Uh, I've had it at the bathroom. Uh, not so much at this bar. You should clarify I, that you've I've, broken it up at, in the bathroom. I've had it in the bathroom. I have broken it up at tables. Um, and I've participated. <laughs> <laughs> he's really good. Did you just say he's really good? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you said this is really good. I no, like, I thought he said this. He's really shut good. Shut your dirty warm mouth. <laughs> <laughs> that, that whiskey is begging, begging for Coke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cola. Oh, speaking of Coke and whiskey, has anybody tried the Jack Daniels Bonded? Yes. Yeah. It's, like, it's not it's awful. Decent. Holy What's the ABV on this? Not as not hot enough. as what you think it is right <laughs> now. The ABV, it just says cruel. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 95. 95.6. Again, this is just, it's amazing to me. You really can't take proof for anything. No. Which I, mean, I, th- I think the front end of this is just awful. I'm good. 
But I think the finish on it's not bad at all because kind of the vanillas come out and take away that. Maybe corn. it needs. Mm. I don't know. I feel like some more years. I feel like Maybe I feel at the end of some tastings that I've got to add another bottle just because what we've done so far hasn't been worth it. Oh, that's <laughs> why I saved my McAllen. Matt, maybe <laughs> take that bottle and set it in the window in full sun for we'll like see, a couple weeks. See, see if hey, Tom, uh, we'll see if can you fart in this bottle see if we can get, we can get it a little? What did you, you, you have for dinner yesterday? Uh, what did I have for dinner? Yesterday? Uh, meatball sandwiches. No, well, we, didn't, we never made it to that. It that was uh, chicken nuggets and pizza rolls. At home. So a little did you cook them on the grill? Oh, no, we were at uh, we went up to the Shocks house and watched movies. You want You want good pizza rolls? Cook them on your grill. Oh, yeah. Get a little char on them. You want good pizza rolls, drop them in an actual deep fryer. Air fryer is uh, my that, favorite. That it's works, too. You know what? I think we can just agree pizza rolls are pretty fucking <laughs> yeah, pizza, great. That's, I'm, <laughs> I'm I feel like the first rolls. time Matt had pizza rolls is when we went down to our tailgate, because that's what oh, they did. Cooked on the grill? <laughs> cooked on a grill. We just, we never even thought to do that. No. <laughs> Ever. Why would you? <laughs> Why, yeah, <laughs> it's not good. Right. Would you be able to tell me what that was we just tried? Because I, I forgot was to write it down. Whiskey Acres Bloody Butcher. Yep. Mark hit it on the head. And paint thinner. <laughs> Front's bad, back's good. You could run a lawnmower off of that, no problem. Probably not this one. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Hey, that wow. was a good reaction. I just open the next one, and this is this is like a whiff of Christmas just punched yep. me in the it's nostril. It's got a ton of brown sugar on the nose. I just all those holiday spices, yep. all of them. Like I, I was telling Mark before everybody got here that sounds really weird, but. I'd like to drink this whiskey a little bit warm. This would probably be a um, good mix with like an apple cider. Yeah, that's where I'm at. Like, like I want to do a hot toddy with it or fun something. holiday Let's drink with it. Don't all right. in there. No, half, of us, half of us has switched over to, to the uh, Savage & Cook. Uh, Bad sweater. Bad sweater. 2022. Kind of smells like ginger snaps, too. Do we have last year's? This we year do. comes with a Christmas ornament. Last yeah. year's came with a scarf on the bottle. Hmm. You guys should have uh, gotten a bottle on Friday. And the year before it's, that came with a right, but they make them they're different every year because of just how they because it's well, whiskey. And last year's wasn't really good, which is why you guys still okay. have a bottle. Oh, I remember on the podcast you did not like it. Was it was okay. It wasn't great. I I, I expect a little more out of the Savage and Cook people because I I like their whiskey. I like I like the. The wine I generally do. don't like wine finished whiskeys, so that's that's just weird because you like wine. It's just weird, yeah. But uh, like the the Jefferson's, the Pritchard Hill, I don't care for it at all. It's really very astringent. This has got a ton of nose on it. We've talked about the brown sugar, the nutmeg, the you know basically everything Christmassy. The it's nutmeg like, is prominent. This is like dessert. Prominent, yeah. Prominent, prominent nutmeg. Did you just okay? This is like what? dessert. I thought you accidentally added that to your McCallum. I couldn't drink a ton of this, but I could probably do a glass or two. Sitting around with family or something. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's better than what I had last year. I, I thought last year's was a little stringent. This is a little bit more calm. What's the proof on this stuff? 90? I don't know. This is 40% 80 proof from so it's Vallejo, le- California. So it's legal. All right. Mm. I do like it. Yeah. I, I, it's different. It's. I don't think I could like it during any other months except for November and December. I think throwing a shot of this into some warm apple cider would mm-hmm. be delightful. Yeah. I might try that when I get yeah, home. It'd be delightful. Maybe, maybe really, half a thermos really, of this yeah. and half a thermos of apple. Mm-hmm. I almost said applesauce. Nog. And oh, then, that would probably be pretty good, too. And then go sledding. 
Oh, I'm going to toss a shot of this in my eggnog. Are you just catching up? No. I didn't hear you. I've been saying no. I've said no. Like, Tom and I have had this conversation for the last five minutes. You've oh. just been babbling, so you didn't hear it. Tola Berdine. Do you? Do you? Kessler, you're married. Coming up <laughs> December 7th. Is that next Wednesday? No. Two weeks, that's right. Yeah. Uh, Tola Berdine, do we have the idea what ones we're going to try yet? No, I'm going to work on that. my rep who's supposed to be finding out which ones are available. Okay. Uh, we'll get you more information. In Burgundy. Who reps Teller Bardeen? Oh. Yeah. We'll get Jay you more information. Oh. We'll get you more information on the Teller Bardeen vertical for the next Whiskey Wednesday on next week's podcast. Yeah. Also available, the Library Pub uh, Smooth Ambler and Old Elk Barrel Picks. Just swing up to the pub. You can get a eight ounce pour or a, geez, I do that all the time. A an one ounce pour. Ounce pour. An eight ounce pour is available, wow. but not recommended. Eight ounce pour for. Jesus, one ounce pour <laughs> for $8, or you can get a full pour. It varies between the it's two. It's definitely not an eight-ounce pour for a dollar. Right. So just get a little bit of a taster of it, and then let uh, your bartender know that you'd like a bottle of it. We still have uh, several cases of each available in the back. Although I would imagine the old elk is probably starting to dwindle down to just a couple of uh, cases they're left. They're both moving a little bit. I think I think we have some uh, some gifters coming in and buying some stuff. So Yeah. It oh, is that a, time of it'd year. It'd be an excellent holiday gift. Yeah, it'd be a great bottle to take to Thanksgiving so that you can get drunk and forget that you're hanging out with your family. 47 great beers on tap plus Bud Light. <laughs> you can cut and paste and put that over. and. You can cut and paste and put that over. Okay. Yeah. Sarah said to me the other weekend that she kind of wants to start getting back into audio editing. And I'm like, well, you can edit the pubcast for me any night you want to. So she might actually tackle editing this. You'd have to be real careful if your girlfriend was editing it. Well, I've got the markers in of what I need to edit out. So so I'll, Dan's going to do the pre-edit. I'll pre-edit <laughs> <laughs> to not get myself in what trouble. What are you editing out? A lot. Wow. Well, like he'll have to edit out Chris's, Chris's gag yeah. right there because that will make Dan's girlfriend like almost throw up. Really? Seriously, it's yeah. hilarious. It's pretty funny. It's pretty funny. Hers is as bad as Marx's. Yeah, I, Mark. No, is. I say worse. Mark Marx's, really? if if you go into detail Discredit. about <laughs> texture and stop already. <laughs> I, I think <laughs> I, mean, I think Mark vivid. just has such a vivid imagination. Yeah. It's but I've used it a hundred times. It's got a flannel like texture, but he, not the kind of flannel you had as a kid in the forties. I mean, <laughs> I'm gonna. You should have wrote children's books. It laughing. was like it's like a wool scarf enveloping you. <laughs> You're talking about a wool scarf and Mark's over here getting the eebie-jeebies. <laughs> oh, no, seriously. No, it. trust me. When he starts gagging over here and I'm next to him, it's hilarious, I'll, I'll get Tom. some episode like, numbers for you. It's, it's, we, have a, we have a few. It's hilarious. It's, um, it makes my week. Like, literally nothing can I, go wrong in that week. I bet Mark's <laughs> stomach hurts from gagging. That, that Santa... Uh, not, yeah, the, the bad sweaters. Not. It's not. It's not an everyday thing. It's a holiday. Yeah, take it to a party. Leave I'll it th- I house. bet you my dad would crush this on on Thanksgiving. I'd like to speak as we get closer to Christmas. Is there any? Uh, I would like to postulate. Perhaps we do a cream liquor episode. A cream whiskey. Or a whiskey well, cream, cream liquor, like, like bourbon cream, and that's yeah. all well and good, but you can't buy any. Yeah, that's uh, true. The Ezra Books bourbon cream is my current uh, is love affair. Hmm. I don't think I've ever had that one. I can crush an entire bottle of that. And I don't want to wake up the next day, but so that's how I started my day Saturday. 
Oof. It was my buddy Kenny's birthday, and he had a little gathering for the Husker game. Mm. Everyone was giving me shit because I was drinking Bailey and coffees. Bailey's that sounds and like coffee. a brilliant fucking idea. It was wonderful for anyone who anyone who uh, criticizes that should be just should. It was perfect for ten thirty in the morning. Hundred percent. So and then I switched to Crown Royal. Oof. I was at a bar that really didn't have anything for bourbons. Is that your go-to when you can't find anything? Usually. Mm. I usually uh, uh, gin and tonics when I'm stuck in a bar. Gin gin makes me go out and do stuff. Yep. That's nope. not good. Mm-hmm. For gin example, I meet sometimes mm-hmm. for happy hour at Cohen and Kelly's. I do like Cohen and Kelly's. Yeah, I love the little rolly chairs. Very nice. That's a gin and tonic bar for me because I'm just not going to bother to figure out what they have there that I want to drink. And they're going to be annoyed if I go through the process. Which, yeah, the bar we were at didn't have a whole lot for whiskeys beyond, you know, Jack Daniels, Jim Beam, entry-level yucky stuff. Yeah. So I just went with Crown. It's. I have found that I, I because I like Coela, and I did look it up, that's how you pronounce it, uh, I can drink Johnny Black if I'm stuck in a higher-end affair, but I don't have good stuff. That's what my buddy Kenny prefers. Hmm. He likes Johnny Black. There I you go. told him that he's boring. Well, it is boring, but again, if I'm stuck in a, a wedding or something like that, yeah. like, they usually have Johnny Black sitting there. True. And if it's an open bar, hey, let me get a couple fingers of that. Well, and on that note. like a couple fingers or something? <laughs> and on that note, get out to the Library Pub seven days a week, open at noon, closing at 1 a.m. 90th and Fort, Library Pub Omaha on Facebook, librarypubomaha.com on the website. And by the way, on the website, you can read up on Mark's blog. Oh, now you're going to force me to start writing that crap again? <laughs> no, I think it's great reading the old ones. Mark has a blog? Mark has a blog. I think there's like three entries. There's yeah. three entries I got lazy. And one of them has like to do with I'm mad! Artie's Mohawks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how to get on there and do my blog anymore. I'm, I'm angry! Sure does. That's going to do it for us. Uh, Are you for trying Tom? to say I'm an angry person? For Tom. Oh, he must be Mark. from the South Pole. <laughs> <laughs> He's an angry elf. For Tom, Mark, Matt, one more time. Chris, I'm Dan. This has been the Library Pubcast. Have a great week, everybody. Yeah, it has. Happy you Thanksgiving. Do that. Gobble, gobble. Hey guys, Dan Taylor with Tailored Computers and Repair. This time I'm talking laptop screen replacement. We've all made the mistake of dropping our laptop. Maybe one of our animals stepped on it. Maybe we set something heavy on top of it and we just didn't realize it was too heavy. And you go to turn that laptop screen on, there's a giant crack across it. That doesn't mean your laptop is completely worthless. In just a couple of days of turnaround, I can easily get your laptop screen replaced. And usually it's for a pretty reasonable price. Don't think your laptop is completely wasted just because you have a broken screen on it. Give me a call today, 402-659-5641, or shoot me an email, tailoredcomputersandrepair at gmail.com. I'd be glad to give you an estimate on how much it's going to cost to replace your laptop screen.